From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, the Fed will strike again. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Guess who's going to go vote today? So that's why I'm doing the podcast a little earlier. I woke up, did all the research, got my notes down. Now I'm going to record the podcast, edit it, and hopefully be out of the house in a little bit so I can go vote for this great guy that's running for Congress. His name is Matthew Deemer, and, well, fingers crossed, right? Anyway, enough rambling. We got to get out the door. We got to go vote. Let's get into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 8.15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $20,410, down a half a percent in 24, which isn't that bad considering the Fed is going to roll out its new interest rate hikes here at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. What are they going to do? 50, 75, 100 basis points? We really don't know. And I think this is weird for two reasons. The first reason is that I haven't heard an inflation report yet. So I'm not too sure like what the inflation rate is right now. The last one I heard was back in October. So if they raise interest rates, I will be very surprised. The second one is, is that it's so close to an election. And so anything that happens right now that is, so anything that happens right now, period, is going to affect one party or the other. So let's just say they come out right now and say 75 basis points or 100 basis points, even 50. It will absolutely hurt the Democrats. They'll say, look, the, the economy's bad. They're still raising interest rates. It's going to crush jobs. It's going to crush small businesses. It's going to crush uh, home ownership. There's nothing good coming out of raising interest rates right before the election. Now, on the other hand, they could come out and say, you know what? We're going to hold off until December and see how everything is with inflation and so on and so forth. If that's the case, then the Democrats can come out and say, hey, everything's going better. Look at the economy's getting better. Everything's going better. We told you so. No more interest rates hikes and so then that will spin maybe negatively against the republicans it, the, the economy is one of the biggest talking points for elections right now it usually is honestly, honestly like always one side is going to say it's bad even if it's good and the other side is going to say it's good even though it's bad who knows anyway what i'm trying to say is that this statement today could be the validator for one side or the other and i'm just surprised that they just just didn't push it off until like november 10th anyway we'll see what happens Number two is Ethereum at $1,555, down 2.4% in 24. Tether's number three. Binance is number four at 319, down a percent. And USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Dog E-Coin is at 12.9 cents. It's down 7% in 24. Cardano is number nine. And Solana is number 10. It's also down quite bigly, to be honest with you. Actually, everything's down quite bigly. That's not Bitcoin or Ethereum. <laughs> Anyway, our market cap is slightly over a trillion dollars at $1.01 trillion, down 1.4%. BTC dominance is at 39 and F is at 19 Moving into our news today. Crypto futures and options exchange, Deribit, suffered a security breach on Tuesday around midnight. 
The hackers made off with about $28 million of the exchange's hot wallet, crypto. The hack is pretty isolated to their Bitcoin, Ethereum, and USDC, though. They took around 691 Bitcoin. Yikes. 9,111 Ethereum. And if you guys don't know, hot wallets are connected to the internet through your computer, your phone. And cold wallets are not connected to the internet. They're kept offline. They're air-gapped, if you will. And so you're probably asking, why don't they just keep it all in cold storage? Well, if you're an exchange, you need to keep some of your crypto in a hot wallet so you can process withdrawals instantly. Everybody knows that they're high risk, but you need to you need to have some crypto on your exchange in a hot wallet so you people can withdraw. The exchange said the client assets in cold storage addresses were not affected by this hack. The company has also advised everyone to stop depositing funds until they figure everything out. However, if you did deposit funds, they'll be processed, but maybe just calm down for a little bit. A team of researchers said that 97.7% of tokens launched on decentralized crypto exchange Uniswap are rug pulls. The researchers were looking to build on work done in a 2021 study that used machine learning algorithms to analyze transaction data to find Uniswap tokens that turned out to be scams. But that algorithm could only identify suspect tokens after the scams had taken place. So if this is true, that 97.7% of all tokens on Uniswap are rugs, that means that out of the 27,000 tokens, yes, there are 27,000 tokens, and that's absolutely insane. <laughs> only 631 will be non-malicious. As you probably assume, people have problems with this. Israeli Blockchain Industry Forum Board member took aim at the research team's methodology, saying that that's hella a flawed for the most part, and continue to say that that's like saying 97% of Twitter accounts are fake, but none were active during last year. DeFi Pulse co-founder also argued that the researchers used the term rug pull too liberally. He said that many of the tokens on Uniswap were low-effort, low-revenue, phishing-style scams, where the token tried to look like an established token, and continued to define rugs, saying that a rug is an exit scam, and that 97.7% of tokens on Uniswap were not rugs. And I will tend to agree with that. Look, I don't think that 98% of all tokens on these... I, I agree. 98% of these tokens on Uniswap are just rubbish, junk, nothing, no projects, no thought, just put up there uh, trying to scam you or pump and dump or make some money or whatever. They're just there. Actually, I'd probably go to even further, saying 99.9%, to be honest with you. But using the word rug is a specific action. And so I agree with the, you need to define things properly. And this is not defined properly. And so I agree with their criticisms. However, the tokens that are made by people that don't know what they're doing, that have no plan, they're just trying to make a little cash or a buck or made by novices or probably have, you know, holes in these fictitious smart contracts all over the place that you could just, you know, it's like more of a colander than, <laughs> than a wallet or something uh, or, or a DeFi protocol. Yeah, th th those probably exist at even maybe even a higher rate. What do you think? Matthew at Decrypt.co. If you guys are in the know, then you know that there was a web summit in Lisbon. And CZ Jaw was there. And he was saying some words. And here's some words that he said. <laughs> First thing he wanted to talk about was despite the crypto crash, Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin has tumbled to 70% from $69,000 to about $20,000 today, CZ Jaw argued that cryptocurrency is probably the only stable thing in this very dynamic environment. He said that while crypto prices are volatile, if you look at the technology... If you look at the fundamentals of cryptocurrencies, limited supply, nothing has changed. 
He was also discussing the state of crypto regulations in countries like France, Spain, Abu Dhabi. And he said that these kinds of regulations that are being implied there also gave the U.S. regulators a little props, saying, actually, the U.S. regulators are pretty good, singling out the level of banking support. He said that the ACH, or the Automated Clearinghouse Protocol, in the United States, crypto exchanges can deduct money from the user's bank accounts automatically each month without user intervention. Other parts of the world, we don't get that level of banking support just yet. Now, obviously, Binance was asked about the half a billion dollars set to Elon Musk to buy Twitter. And he said this, We want to be extremely supportive of free speech. Adding that Binance's goal is to help increase the freedom of money and free speech comes before the freedom of money. And when asked about some changes in Twitter, he said, I fully expect that with Elon in charge, the speed of new features rolling out will be much faster. But not all of them will stick. I would actually say probably the majority of them will not stick. But the rest of the 10% of the features that do stick will be defining features. And finally, as we all know, Ripple Labs has been fighting a high-profile lawsuit that was filed against them by the SEC, or the Securities and Exchange Commission. And this has been going on for like two years. This case revolves around alleged violations for selling its XRP token as an unregistered security. The news is that Coinbase moved to get regulatory approval to help the firm battle the commission. According to Coinbase, one of the fundamental due process protections guaranteed by the Constitution is that government agencies cannot condemn conduct as a violation of law without providing fair notice that the conduct is illegal. By suing sellers of XRP token after making public statements signaling that those transactions were lawful, the SEC has lost sight of the bedrock principle. And this is the way I'm reading this. If you guys uh, are lawyers, please email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Basically, it's like we have new emerging technology. This is innovations. You can't just sue me for doing something that was illegal if you didn't define that it was illegal or told me or gave me warning that this might be illegal. So if this is a new space, you just can't just start, you know, suing people and putting them in jail or finding them if we didn't define what the process was. Coinbase continued to say. Existing SEC regulation requirements for national securities exchanges are currently unsuitable to the way digital asset platforms operate. The end result is extraordinarily costly to U.S. innovation in this new industry. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone, and keep an eye on the Fed.